The following content is strictly designed for the enjoyment of a mature adult audience. Headphones are recommended as these stories are recorded in left-to-right dimensional stereo. Hello, I'm Samantha, and you're listening to All the Filthy Details, the literary lovesick podcast. Please don't forget me. This podcast is dedicated to Chris. Thank you for your continued support. It means the world to us. Also, we'd like to thank Johnny, Paul, and all past and future Patreon subscribers. When we look at our podcast's numbers, we get one sense of validation. But when people go out of their way to show us we're worth it, it helps make that journey much easier. I hope you've enjoyed Pride Month. Restrictions may mean we haven't been able to celebrate like we usually would in your part of the world, but nothing has stopped us growing, learning, and spreading the love. In this episode, we'll try and add a little Pride Month love into some of our stories. Remember to listen out for our secret word if you want to discuss showcasing your new title by featuring on the show for free. Our next story is from the Erotic Diary series, Liaisons. This is a partial story for all the filthy details. Head on over to the Patreon for the full audio. Links are in the description. She's an old acquaintance. Was clearly thrilled to see me. Wow, what are you doing here? I asked. I work here. Jessica replied. Suddenly, Erica looked very uncomfortable with her face down. Have you heard from Danielle? I haven't seen her in so long. She just left work like that. She said, snapping her fingers. She didn't tell anybody. I knew that Danielle didn't have issues communicating, but I couldn't imagine she'd let them affect her ability to work. I also knew that Jessica didn't necessarily need to know that. Yeah, I heard she has a family issue, I said. Her mum was really sick last I heard. Jessica nodded. Makes sense that she wouldn't tell anybody. Danielle always hated to be pitied. Exactly, I replied. My shift's almost over. Can you meet me in 15 minutes? We should catch up. I oscillated my gaze between Erica, who continually kept her face down, and Jessica, who hoped for a favorable response. Yeah, that sounds great. Jessica smiled at my acceptance and walked away with a nod. Immediately, Erica stood up and bowed. She didn't utter another word and instead strolled out of the restaurant. I kept my eyes on her gentle strides until she was out of sight. I turned my attention to my coffee and waited for Jessica to finish her shift. I couldn't help but notice how gorgeous Jessica still was. Her dimpled smile was always pure and genuine. Always here, bar on Carnaby? She asked when she returned. Absolutely, I responded, putting some bills on the table to cover my tab. Jessica followed me to my car, delight exuding from her face for the entire time. She hummed a song exuberantly until we reached the bar. When we walked in the door, I noticed several couches arranged neatly through the bar. A table adjoined to a couch. A bartender approached the table we took. What are you drinking? Vodka. 
And we said at the same time, we exchanged glances and giggled. <laughs> I turned to the bartender. We'd like a couple of martinis, I added. She nodded and headed off. We always want the same thing at the same time. Jessica said excited. I nodded, taking a glimpse at her perfect dentition. We didn't have a lot of time to study Jessica, but her happiness was infectious. She seemed like some kind of person to always find a source of joy, no matter how awkward the trajectory of her life became. I was instantly drawn in, wanting to cling tighter to the happiness within her. After a few moments of catch-up small talk, we were clinking glasses and cheering to the good life. I had an idea. Did you see the lady that served me at the restaurant? I asked. Isabel. Oh, that's her name. Yeah, any problem? No, no, no. I was wondering if she was Danielle's replacement. What is she like? I asked. She's not new, and she makes a great company. I like her a lot. Jessica replied. All right then, just curious, I replied. I think Danielle will still have a job when she's ready to come back. Jessica said, taking a gulp from her glass. Moments later, two heavy-set men walked down to us, offering bizarre smiles. Hello, ladies. One said, flopping down beside me. You look like you could use some company. The other man flopped down beside Jessica, bowing smoker's teeth. Simultaneously, as if we relied on some telepathic communication, Jessica and I turned to each other. It was the first time I got to take a closer look at her lighted eyes in the suddenness of our gestures, looking into each other's eyes like lonely lovers trapped in a virgin coastline. Jessica extended her lips to mine and kissed me. Perhaps it was her own little effort to send the men away, but the tenderness of her lips affected me. How smoothly and affectionately she welded hers with mine. The men moved away, sensibly sensing an unfamiliar situation. The kissing escapade had sparked something inside me, burning, and passion that refused to leave. I live just around the corner, Jessica said softly. She held my head and helped me up. I paid the bartender, leaving the rest of the drink on the table. Gently, we moved through the street, uncommunicative. I kept my head straight, thoughtless. Moments later, we reached the door to her apartment, a one-bedroom. Before Jessica even closed the door, I went kissing again, intensely, fiercely. She pushed me down on the bed and undressed slowly, putting on a show for me. I loved her body, fit with those perky breasts. I couldn't stop admiring. I didn't care if it was right or wrong. Jessica came at me next, unzipping my dress and pulling down my thong. She held my legs apart and brought her mouth to the spot that was longing for her. Her tongue nudged and my clit, which she sucked and licked, repeating between the two motions. Oh, it was incredible how much of a response and moves got out of me. Your pussy tastes great, Jessica whispered. She intensified the wiggling of her tongue before bringing it down to my opening. Her tongue soon found the deep, innermost parts of me. She moved her tongue away to allow her fingers to enter me. A tingling sensation soon found my body. I was absorbed in heightened pleasure. 
My legs trembling and vibrating. My quick orgasm was a surprise as my legs convulsed in heightened pleasure. Mm, my fingers provided a sweet sense of relief to me. Wait a minute, I whispered. I turned away from her, bringing my legs together. Jessica crept up to my face and kissed my lips again. Buried by the sensual clarity of our time, I pushed her down. Perhaps I was too aggressive, but I no longer cared. I drew her legs apart, rubbing my tongue ever so slightly against a red, swollen bud. I sucked her clit before moving back to her pussy, savoring the flavor. I dipped my tongue in her pussy and felt her draw her legs upward, moaning. I grabbed her thighs and dipped the full length of my tongue inside her, wiggling it. Her legs trembled. Oh, fuck yeah. She moaned. I stuck my middle finger in her pussy, fingering her as fast as I could. She moaned loudly. I kept my eyes on her as she arched her frame upward. Mm, it's so fucking good. She said, her legs vibrating. Her moaning added more fuel to my efforts as I intensified my fingering. Jessica rolled over and reached for something. You've got magic fingers. She said, and opened a cabinet, bringing out a strap-on packing seven inches she attached the strap on to herself and approached me. She kissed me down to my pink, erect nipples, sucking. She brought her fingers to my pussy again, this time moving more slowly. Damn, I said, breathing fast. She moved her tongue from my nipple, drawing a line with it to my navel and down to my pussy. She sucked on my pussy again. Your pussy, your pussy is fucking good, she said, and dipped her tongue in. Jessica, convinced I was wet enough, opened my legs wide and slid that dick in. I felt the full weight of the dick inside me. Oh my god. I screamed watching Jessica rotate her hips so that the cock moved in and out of me. I felt the pounding of the dick against the top of my opening so fiercely and yet so sweetly. Her quick thrusts in and out gave me goosebumps, and soon I knew that I couldn't hold back any longer. Oh, shit. Fuck, I screamed, feeling the intensity between my thighs. My body prepared itself for another orgasm. Remember, some of these stories are much longer. Head over to our Patreon so you don't miss all this. She's a Ukrainian woman who has been linked to one of the most murderous honey traps in political history. Most of her former entourage has been murdered, and somehow she's still here. In fact, she's this rumored new boss. We're now on Patreon. Our offer is fantastic. You'll get access to all our literary lovesick audiobooks for a price that is comparable to a single ebook. You can end your subscription at any time, and you'll still be able to keep your books. We also have more exclusive content, and even the option to put your character in our books. Head over there now and get your first glimpse of the newest title in Season 2 of the Erotic Diary series, Transitions. Today's secret word is icicle. Question and answer time. We asked on Twitter if you had any questions for us and we decided to answer these two. Sibley Stamps asks, I'm intrigued by the idea of erotica audiobooks. 
Surely you have to go through hiring narrators who specifically want to read erotica to make them, right? Any tips on how to delve into erotica audiobooks? Great question. I think when people search for voice talents, they want people who are consistent, reliable, and professional. You want to find people who take their performance as seriously as you take your books. Telltale signs that someone isn't worth hiring for me would be someone who charges an inflated price per word or minute for erotica. If you hear someone you like on any part of our podcasts, you can direct message D on the All the Filthy Details Twitter handle. He'll put you in direct contact with the voice talent you've heard. He'll even show you how you can hire me. Mr. Bones66 asks, Is there any particular etiquette for a first time with more than one person for sex? Threesomes or group sex? Yes, there is. And that is that you constantly communicate and ask questions to gain consent. When it's two people, it's easier to communicate with body language, eye gestures, and a number of nonverbal tells. When there's three or more people, it may be trickier to give that attention all the time. Remember, this isn't a work of fiction where everything is seamless. Not everyone is going to let you penetrate them with a condom you've used on another person. The same applies for sucking genitals somebody else just had in their mouths. Bring plenty of condoms and wipes, and constantly check in to know what's fine and what isn't with your partners. It's time for our Spotlight on Eroticists spot. We've invited Natalia back to give us a bit more information about the next book in Season 2, Transitions. Last month we gave you a preview of what we're doing in the next title of the Erotic Diary series, Transitions. This month, I wanted to introduce you into various ways you can make your mark in Season 2. If you join us on our Patreon on selected tiers, you can submit your ideas, character names, sex scene requests, and even be credited in our book dedication. Should Isabel create a new sex list? What would she put on it? Here's another sneak peek at a Patreon Early Access exclusive. Head over to Patreon for the full audio. Want to talk about my sex life right now? I asked, puzzled. Why not? Oh, Russell doesn't mind. He's extremely liberal-minded, and he likes everything about me. Every single thing. Bina replied with a flirtatious wink. So, I'm guessing he knows we fucked each other? I asked. Of course! Why wouldn't he? Seriously, I'm fine with it, Hope. The human body is a gift we must keep sharing safely, Russell said with one hand cupping one of Bina's buttocks, his voice husky and sure. <laughs> that is a crazy philosophy, I chuckled. Bina never ceased to surprise me. Despite her conservative upbringing as a Muslim, she was one of the most open-minded people I knew which seemed to attract many people like Russell. I told you Russell is tolerant. I've never met a man like him, Bina said proudly. Don't take her too seriously. She flatters me a lot, Russell said, taking a shot of vodka. You know I'm speaking the truth, Bina said, tapping him on the shoulder. She kissed his cheek and licked his ear. Bina turned to me with a faint smile. So, tell me, Hope. How is your sex life? It is... fucked up, to be honest. But I guess we gotta respect the virus, right? I asked. 
Oh, fuck the virus. I hate this year because of it, Bina replied. We all do, Russell added. I can't wait to get vaccinated, I replied, thinking I might change the subject. So tell me, Hope, are you good at sucking cock? I honestly thought I was good until I saw Russell suck one. Now I've got a complex about doing it wrong, Bina blurted. Well, I don't know. I don't think I'm great at it. I guess I sometimes struggle, I replied. There is a little trick to it, Russell said, gulping his glass. You keep the pressure on the head of the dick, and you go slow. Less saliva, more skin, no teeth, Russell said. You must be really great at it, I said, smiling. I try my best. It's all I can do, he replied. So, Hope, I have an idea. Since we're going to be spending the night, what do you think about getting to know each other a little better? Bina tossed out. No shame. I knew what she meant, and I was too curious to reject the idea. Bina moved toward me. She sat on the chair handle, curling her arm around my shoulder. She kissed my cheek and moved her mouth to my ear. You taste as sweet as always. I hope we make your day. Russell's gaze was fixed on me. There was the perceivable hint that he was already salivating to have his moment with me. I was holding this thought when I felt Bina's lips on mine. She was authoritative, imposing herself on me. Sucking on my lip, she unzipped my chemise, exposing my breasts as the garment fell. She leant down to suck on my hardened nipples. Russell kept his eyes on me. He took off his shirt and trousers, exposing his curved but still flaccid dick. Bina took off my panties. As he kept his eyes on mine, his dick bulged and became both firmer and more prominent. Russell approached Bina, unzipping her dress as she sucked my nipple while fondling my clit. Standing up, Bina allowed her dress to slip from her waist. She took her panties off and kissed Russell. It was an intense, passionate kiss. Come to the bedroom, I said, leading the way. Russell picked up Bina's bag, and they followed. I sat on the bed, stretching my legs apart with my back against the head of the bed. Bina crawled across the bed and fell between my thighs. In a matter of seconds, her mouth was back on my pussy. Mmm, your pussy is so juicy, she said, sucking and exploring. I moaned, remembering how good she was at it. Russell crept up behind Bina. He set her arse in a doggy position and sucked her pussy from behind. Bina took her lips from my pussy and moaned loudly. Russell has a magical tongue. Oh, God. Bina screamed. I watched Russell pull away and then bring his fingers into play. After a few minutes, Bina rolled away from him. Then... Russell set his sights on me. His tongue dipped into my pussy, and he kept it there. He wiggled and pushed, reaching his hand up to my hips. He worked up to my clit and lapped his tongue against it. It felt undeniably amazing. I looked for Bina and saw that she had picked up a dildo from her bag and lubricated it. She approached me, still holding it, and kissed my lips. I felt a pulse of pleasure running up and down my thighs, especially as Bina's mouth found my nipple. Russell's fingers intensified, 
and I reached my orgasm in a peal of pleasure. Bina placed the dildo in my hand, and Russell lay on his back. Bina got between his legs and brought her mouth to his cock in a doggy style. You're listening to all the filthy details. <laughs> Thanks, Natalia. Remember to head over to Patreon to get involved with your Season 2 character ideas. I think Isabel should put doing two men on the same night on her list. Time for our erotic book reviews, followed by new erotica titles for June. Hello, this is the voice of Count Howell, and this is Filth, the erotic book review. As always, we've been tasked to read three titles with the aim of letting you know what to expect and also giving one our star recommendation. Let's begin with our first title. Tidy Girl by Paragonus Vaunt. One of Lorena's nipples was nuzzling firm into Gemma's upper arm. The length of the older woman's beautiful body pressed to her side. The full span of Gus's muscular torso was pressed onto her naked body, sticky with their shared sweat, crushing her breasts, brushing and teasing at her nipples as he breathed in, in, out, in, out. Her thighs were pinned achingly wide apart beneath his hips. Her long legs encircled his waist, and her ankles were locked in the small of his back. Her cunt was still pinioned by his shaft, his cum rising warm in her womb, and still she held him in place, until it was all settled, all done. Finally, she released him. Gus rose slowly, and Gemma winced at the withdrawal. His cock felt welded to her, glued in place, as if their flesh had fused in the heat of their coupling, and it dragged on her as he pulled free her body refusing to release his cock any more easily than it had first accepted it. Tidy Girl is a piece of coming-of-age erotic fiction which sees our protagonist's sex life go from naught to 60 in a blink of an eye. University student Gemma is a straight-laced character who clings to ideals of being neat, organized, and has ambitions to be the best at whatever she throws herself at. After being seduced by another woman called Lorena at one of her brother's wild parties, she would go on to be mentored by her and her friends into a world of pleasure and debauchery. Break Me Down by Travis Bodoin. Then, with a grunt, he pulled out of me and furiously beat off. He growled and bucked, and his cum, somehow hotter and heavier than my own load had been, rained down on my groin and stomach. His knees buckled, and he caught himself on the back of the couch, where he hovered above me, panting. I'd forgotten he'd agreed not to come inside me, and I hadn't really believed him anyway. I swiped my hand over my stomach, marking myself with his jizz. Feeling a soft ache of disappointment, he kept his word. It took him a few seconds to recover. When he had, he stood erect and looked toward the bedroom hallway. If we'd woken him, he'd probably be out here by now. Then he grinned at me and backed away, my legs losing their perch and falling to the sofa with dull thuds. 
Break Me Down is an impressive tale of gay erotica, written to the backdrop of spiteful, selfish narratives of challenging characters. Characters are used, trapped, and even blackmailed in this short, intense read. This book is all about desire and obsessive behavior. This isn't one for the romantics amongst us. Bound at Dusk by H. Zilfiger He watched her work. She licked him clean first, tilting her head this way and that so her tongue could wash over him. She sucked his spunk between her lips, swallowed, grinned that murderous smile, then went seeking elsewhere. Some minutes later, when she had finished, his balls were coated in her saliva, and her tongue was in his arsehole again. At 11 p.m., he tied her to the bedposts, then squatted over her face and fucked her mouth. He held her head to the pillow with both hands, holding it still while he slid in and out of her lips. Her eyes were locked to his throughout. He stopped when it got too much, withdrew, laid his cock on her chin while she licked over and around the head. Do you wish it to end? He asked as she lapped at him. She shook her head. Bound at Dusk is all about a relationship formed out of sexual bargain, which was used as currency to bury a life-altering secret. Tony, a mixed-race Scottish student, makes a fatal mistake that would see her offer herself to her professor in an attempt to salvage her future. Professor David Charles himself is going through some sort of midlife crisis. The pair go down a road of dark, obsessive behavior, initially agreed to last a limited amount of time. Sam, you've read these books. Which was your favorite, and why? I think Tidy Girl was my favorite book, although I think they were all equally as good. With it being Pride Month, I wouldn't grumble at giving the star recommendation to the excellent Break Me Down. Tidy Girl, however, provided more than enough hot encounters to make it an easy recommendation for me. Some of the sex scenes were written a little unrealistic, but I think that adds to it being a little fun. I can see myself reading this one again in the future. We asked Patricia Ray, the author behind Queen Without Clothes and other steamy stories, to give her opinion about this month's star recommendation, as her title won this acclaim last time around. Patricia, what did you think about these titles, and which was your favorite? Thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed all three books. Tidy Girl was quite a ride. Paragona's Fault strings together sex scene after sex scene like a pearl necklace. Following young Gemma in becoming a total slut was fun. But after a while, I would have liked to know more about the other characters and their connections to Gemma. If you like erotica with sex scenes on every other page and a nice story, Tidy Girl is definitely a title to put on your reading list. Break Me Down by Travis Baudouin is really well written and I found the fatal attraction of the main character to his nemesis who wrecks him and exhilarates him at the same time a fascinating read. 
but for me the dark and crude tone got in the way of fully enjoying the sex scenes. But a great story, and if you like a dark and twisted tale, check it out. Bound at Dusk by H. Silviger was my favorite. What makes this book stand out is its strong narrative. It kept surprising me from start to finish. And it's also funny at times. Its eroticism sways from sensual to explicit and back. The characters are intriguing and the writing is great. Definitely my recommendation and an author to keep an eye on. Okay, I totally agree with Patricia. This is a hard choice. And these books are difficult to rate. What makes rating these books so hard is the fact that if I had to rate each of these individually, I'd most likely give them all four and a half stars out of five. So in order to compare them to each other, I'm nitpicking quite a bit. For example, if I start with Tidy Girl, the book's fantastic with lots of sex scenes getting progressively hotter. However, you can't read this book and say the cast are as well fleshed out as the other two books. I'd give this a clear four and a half stars. It's good as anything we read this month. In regards to Break Me Down, even though I don't tend to read gay erotica, you can clearly say that this is an extremely well-written title. I think what cost it, in my opinion, is its lack of a definitive ending after setting up a dark plot twist towards the end of the title. Like I mentioned previously, I'd most likely give this book also four and a half stars out of five. For me, Bound at Dusk felt dark, moody, and realistic. The Scottish backdrop married with its descriptive style sets the book up perfectly. The book teases the reader initially with a sense of mystery that lures the reader in. Once fully invested, the reward is page after page of unbridled debauchery written to perfection. With all that being said, I'm going to make Bound at Dusk our star recommendation for this month. Links to all these titles can be found in the description. I can't let Patricia go without asking, what's next for Patricia Ray? I've been writing a series of short stories on Medium. It's called The Letterbound Diaries, and it will continue. I also have two novellas in progress. I hope to publish them later this year. Thanks again for having me on your podcast. Thanks for joining us, Erotica readers. Go follow Patricia on Twitter so you won't miss out on her future projects. Would you like your title review on the show? Reach out to us on Twitter. You're listening to all the filthy details. <laughs> New erotica to look out for. Julia and Joe, an arrangement by Edward S. Armstrong. Julia had turned to escort work to pay for her studies. Things had gone well until she was attacked by a client. She had turned to Joe, one of her rich, older clients, for help. Shane. Every Inch Counts by Talia Telle. Shane and Gary have been together for a week, and she wants to meet his friends. What can one tiny pixie do with two humans? Doing Mom's Friends, MILF Book Club by Ivory Faith. 
Jason's mom is hosting book club this month, but when she gets called away, Jason does more than just refill their drinks. Witch's Dream, A Witch's Tale by Judy First. Who doesn't love a story about two improbable lovers, especially one garnished with witchcraft and stirred, not shaken, with eroticism? Dream sequence gender change. On His Yacht, Forbidden Age Gap Sex by Steph Brothers. On His Yacht is a sizzling, quick read featuring raunchy, risky, rough, loving. Book number 25 in the multi-author Rough and Risky series. Amber Room by A.M. Jane. Adam seriously needs a rethink. Sex with Sam is great and wild, and he's up for breaking boundaries. But she just can't judge consent. Should he turn and run? Sometimes it's out of the boundary and into the limits. Superheroes of Sex by C.C. Rockwell. Cybernetic superheroes use their mechanically enhanced bodies for freaky wild sex. That is, until Torque gets a couple forbidden modifications and finds himself on the run from the superhero authorities. What She Wanted Most by D.T. Fuller When Rebecca's daddy offers her a night in the dungeon of another dom, will she accept his offer? Or will she forever give up the opportunity? Dogman, The Alpha's Knot Bundle by Sibley Stamps. From the deep forest to their own bedrooms, four women encounter the cryptid Dogman in feral and unforgettable ways. Ellie Ventures, The Auction by Ellie Vanzel. Elle's failure to comply with Carrie's demands at the party result in a punishment, a week of serving the highest bidder. You're listening to all the filthy details. (laughs) Remember, links can be found in the description. Good, you're still here. Let's continue with some more hot and steamy erotica. Our next story is from the erotic diary of Scarlet. This is a partial story for all the filthy details. Head on over to the Patreon for the full audio. Links are in the description. Not even bothering with a drink, I headed straight over to Beck and stopped when I was next to her, moving up to my tiptoes so I was able to whisper into her ear. Wanna have some fun? Beck turned her head and gave me a flirty smirk. She didn't need to say anything, so she grabbed my hand and led me out of there. We got into her car and headed straight for her place. Neither one of us said anything. There was no need for words. We were both horny and wanted to get laid. Why not do it with someone you've already hooked up with? Once we arrived at her apartment, Beck didn't waste a second before she gently pushed me up against her door and started to kiss me. This is exactly what I wanted. I needed to feel a woman's lips against my skin. I wanted to feel the tingles and goosebumps dancing across my flesh. I eagerly kissed Beck and we made our way to her bedroom, shedding our clothes as we went. By the time we reached her bedroom, we were both naked and moist. 
Beck laid me down on her bed. I opened my legs to make room for her. Beck kissed a trail down my body, paying attention to each of my nipples as she went down to my pussy. I spread my legs more comprehensive, ready than ever to feel her tongue on me. And Beck did not disappoint. Her tongue ran over my clit on her way down to my folds. She gave my pussy a few licks before her tongue was pushing deep inside of me. I moaned as I arched up on the bed. Oh, fuck. Beck inserted two fingers inside of me as her tongue continued to work my clit. She was not playing around tonight. Beck was just as aroused as I was. She moved her fingers in a come-hither motion and hit my sweet spot dead on. I want to taste your cum. Then I'm going to fuck this sweet pussy. Come here for me, sugar. Beck moaned. Her fingers picked up the pace and with a final suck on my clit, I was pushed over the edge and coming hard. I gave a deep moan as I felt my body pulse. Beck's fingers were removed and replaced with her tongue. She lapped it all up. It wasn't until after I was done pulsing did she move back, stretching over to her bedside table. I knew what she was getting, and I was more than ready for it. I turned over and got up on all fours, making sure my ass was in the air, so Beck would be able to hit my G-spot each and every time. I needed this to feel amazing. Beck made quick work of getting her dildo on. I didn't know which one it was. She had a lot of them, but I knew I would find out once it was inside of me. Are you ready, sugar? Beck asked with the tip of the dildo at my entrance. Fuck yeah, I moaned, pushing back slightly. Beck didn't need to be told twice. She slowly pushed inside of me and didn't stop until she was fully in me. I could tell this was a big one and I loved it. Beck hit a button and then suddenly it was vibrating, mm. causing me to scream out. Pump me hard and deep, Beck, I moaned. My pleasure. That was all Beck needed and she was off. She pulled out all the way and then slammed back inside of me, hitting my sweet spot dead on. I couldn't stop the moan that flooded out of my mouth. Between the angel and the vibrations, I was quickly reaching yet another orgasm. Beck continued with her brutal pace. I could hear her moans getting more profound, more erratic. She was getting close as well, and I knew neither of us was going to last much longer. I forced my mind to think about how good it felt and not how it didn't feel as good as Ryan's dick had felt inside of me. I couldn't let myself think about what it would feel like to have him pounding into me from behind. I focused on the vibrations that were shooting through me, pushing me closer and closer to the edge. With a few more deep thrusts, I could feel Beck's body tighten up as she gave a long moan as she came. She pushed her hips forward and held them there. The direct vibrations to my G-spot was enough to throw me over the edge once more. Ryan! I moaned before I could even stop myself. As the pulsing died down, my mind was able to catch up with me. I had just moaned another person's name while in bed with someone else. And not just Join us on Patreon for more of this. This time, instead of going up to her clit, I pushed it a little bit inside of her hole. Oh, that's it. Meet my pussy, baby girl. And that's exactly what I did. All of the Erotic Diary series titles can now be purchased in one book. The Erotic Diary series, season one, the complete anthology. 
you'll get the erotic diaries of Isabel, Danielle, Scarlett, and the Liaisons Anthology presented in a single timeline, plus a bonus chapter ahead of Season 2. All links can be found in the description. You've been listening to all the filthy details. The Literary Lovesick Podcast. Thanks for joining us. See you soon!